To the calling of the mystic Awakening In the flowering of the heart Everybody here Melting into presence We welcome you to the Second Genesis Awakenings Radio Hour. I'm your host, Deborah Bruintout, and I'm here today with Adam T. Gardner. And we are talking a lot about, this is maybe our third episode of living in a phenomenal life. And that living in the phenomenal life is always from within us. Um, a lot of the body, the spirit, the mind, the soul, and how to feed the body, how to feed the soul. There's so much here, Adam. And as we went out in our last segment, you were speaking a lot about a new therapies and new deeper understandings into the workings of the human body. And I would like to turn the show over so we could get more into that today. Yeah, so uh, the last episode, I had just barely discovered that after a lifetime of... <laughs> eating whatever I was eating. Uh, I, I had symptoms of low stomach acid for since I was a child. And, um, you know, we went into that in the last episode. Constipation, diarrhea was a big one for me. Uh, nerve damage um, can be caused by low stomach acid besides being, you know, B12 deficient. Uh, anyway, um, I had just started into that uh, B, uh, well, not, excuse me, the uh, low stomach acid, the betaine HCL, uh, two weeks mm -hmm. we, we'd been doing that. Well, I'd been doing it. That's about six weeks ago now, right? No, it's more like two and a half months two ago. Two and a half months ago, yeah, yes. Maybe even three months. So um, We're reporting back to you, everyone. Yeah, so I I went into this really intense therapy where um, I'm registering my uh, urine pH because well I have a, a meter I I work occasionally with a gentleman that owns uh, 17 acres of farmland down in the upper uh, Mojave Desert uh, over in the Arizona side of things and um, so I have this this pH meter that made it real easy for me to uh, urinate into a, a jar and measure it and you know because I was concerned I'm putting a man-made uh, chemical into me to create stomach acid and you know back in the day when I was studying with Bernard Jensen's printed materials um, you know he was big into uh, producing HCL tablets and I tried those back in that day just to see what that was like and it didn't really connect uh, whatever, for whatever reason. He wasn't explaining it quite the way uh, well this Dr. Eric Berg and a few others have been explaining it here now 30 plus years later and and so I I didn't bother with it back then because uh, no one was telling me that that acid gurgling up into my throat was because I had low stomach acid. It seemed no one was there to tell me it's 
contraindicative, meaning, you know, if you've got acid indigestion, GERD, if, if you've got uh, these, these things and have been taking uh, medicines to, you know, I'll try to uh, make that more comfortable, that's the wrong way to go. You're actually in a low uh, stomach acid condition. Now that low stomach acid condition, this is the deal. Um, you know, how, how has that come about? And uh, again, this Dr. Eric Berg, um, you know, even though he's really big into eating animal flesh, uh, he does videos really good. He, he says things in a very thoughtful way. And he made this comment that the HCL is a uh, direct byproduct of stimulation coming from the vagus nerve which is coming out of your brain down to your stomach and um, he says if that vagus nerve uh, is out of tone then um, you've got this condition where it's not going to signal enough stomach acid to be produced and Likewise, because I'm plant-based, everything I'm eating is alkaline. Yes, all organic, so no pesticides. Yeah, no pesticides, no insecticides, no man-made chemical fertilizers, all naturally you know, grown with microbes in the soil, living soil. I just love that, and it tastes so alive compared to yes, you know, getting does. commercially grown uh, produce. So anyway... Uh, pretty much everything in the plant kingdom is going to be uh, alkaline or slightly acidic. Even something like orange juice only registers on my meter at 6.4, uh, the neutral being uh, 7. So, um, and they say that citric juices uh, will have an alkaline reaction in the body even though you're drinking something that's uh, more acidic. So anyway, um, I'd been going along for about a month and I stumbled onto an article uh, on a website from a doctor that's been treating patients for years with this low stomach acid condition. And I noticed that his dosage was really high compared to what I was doing. And so I very carefully started to increase my dosage because it's nauseating to me to take the stuff. I don't, I don't know why. Man-made chemicals can sometimes be okay, but uh, I'm, I've had a prejudice against taking vitamins because everything I eat is so loaded with vitamins and living enzymes and minerals, but I'm not absorbing it because I'm not digesting it because I've got low stomach acid. And that gurgling up of the acid was because the vagus nerve is is got poor tone and it's not closing off the valve at the top of the stomach to stop that acid from coming up into my throat. So, da 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 da. There, there's lots of details to that. And uh, I finally reached his minimum dosage level and ran with that for about three weeks mm -hmm. and, and that minimum dosage level uh, I took over the course of my meals and, and I took it with each meal but it was a uh, 3250 mic, uh, microgram no milligrams and um, 
uh, his range for all of his patients, except for a, a, a select few, is between 3,250 uh, milligrams and 4,500 milligrams. So I ran along for about three weeks, and it's like, oh, this is getting to be too much. And I thought, you got to find out what it's like to get up there to that 4,500. And so for about a week, I increased my dosage, and uh, at, at the end of the like five-week period of getting the proper uh, dosage in there, because he made the comment in there, if you don't have the right dosage, you're not really doing your body any good. Right. You got to get it up there. You got to get it up there. And by the time I got there, it's like, boy, I, you know, my throat would start to tighten up when I would look at taking some of that, you know, HCL in a shot class. And, you know, Deborah and I, we like to take our vitamins and minerals in shot glasses. If, if we're taking like a vitamin that is uh, oil, fat soluble, I, I don't, I don't it's look It's definitely at, therapies, yeah. I don't look, vitamin therapies. you know, Western science looks at fats as animal fats. Yes. And, and all of a sudden they bump in plant oils. Plant oils. And they call those plant oils fats. And I just, I wish there was another word they would use because that plant oil is so wonderful and so in harmony with me. It it has zero cholesterol, whereas animal fat is nothing but cholesterol. And my body wants to create human cholesterol, not bring in animal cholesterol. You know, and there is a difference. Oh, a huge difference. And the liver is, is a very powerful organ. It's the second most complicated organ in the body after the brain. So we're talking about a an infinitely complex organ. I, I, I love the ancient writings, uh, the Lord speaking, and He's saying, you know, test me now herewith, see if I do not uh, open the windows of heaven and shower down blessings so numerous you can't contain them. Well, it's, it's all internal to this body of mine that's a tabernacle of God that's in construction to be the, the highest form of a temple. And, and so, I, I'm in this mode of, well, well, what would the windows of heaven be, you know, and I, I put this in book two, what I think that is, and um, it's, it's really fascinating to me because the, the insights that I was shown is that those blessings are new hormonal flows, new hormonal flows, something science is trying to attempt to create artificially but they know is possible, and whether it's intuitive or not, I don't know for them, but uh, it has to do with this epigenetics for me. For them, it's about, you know, CRISPR technology and, you know, finding some virus that they can inject some, you know, DNA that they think is going to help do whatever. So anyway, but we're speaking of the difference, and the difference for you is your own experiments. You know, literally the therapies that you are doing for from a plant-based diet and incredible health, just like you were saying with the scripture that you just yeah. read. Well, it's it's so funny to me because 
clear back in 1987 when I did that first 40-day fast, 21 days on water, uh, 19 days on uh, fresh squeezed apple juice. So much was shown to me and it was from that moment forward I began my own epigenetic mm -hmm. uh, experiment with right. a, a, an infinite transformation that I know without a doubt is written on my DNA. Most people that are into spiritual paths, they'll look at the body and say, oh, it's the lowest form of the body. I can hardly wait to be able to be relieved from this body. It's just the drossest, whatever. And I was in a spiritual group uh, out in L.A. in the late 80s and uh, into, I think, 1991. And I kept telling them that the body is not what they're projecting it to be, that it's meant to be this reconstruction to something new. And they're like, no, no, oh, oh, we tried we tried being vegetarian for three months and it's like it did you know, it didn't do anything that you're saying and I'm like, Well, it works. You just didn't hold with it, you weren't insightful enough, you were cheating in your you know, vegetarianism, meaning 100% plant-based, you weren't really being 100% plant-based, you know. I could have asked them a lot of questions that would But have, why in that moment, yeah, right? Yeah, why, why do that? They're convinced, mm -hmm. they're certain, the body is nothing. But what, what you're experiencing, Adam, is... Well, from my, from my perspective, the body is everything. That's why I came here, human condition was designed by infinite creation to be this gift to the spirit that I am that I could through some science that, that is you know just in the tiniest measure being revealed to me uh, sacred will, science yeah sacred science will somehow uh, reach a level of purity and transformation that my spirit and the elements that comprise that human body become one. That doesn't mean that we're going to be human for the rest of forever. It's just element. It's air, fire, earth, and water. And I don't look at human as being anything more than an opportunity to uh, fulfill that incredible uh, possibility. You know, th there's a few examples in the ancient writings of beings that uh, did translation. Enoch, back in the days of Adam, uh, he translated, according to Paul, uh, of the New Testament uh, apostle. And uh, you got Elijah, you, you got Isaiah, you got Isaiah, Ezekiel, uh, there, there's just a number of them. You got Daniel and his three buddies, uh, his three buddies thrown in the fiery furnace by Nebuchadnezzar, Daniel being thrown into the uh, lion's den by uh, uh, a gentleman that took the place of Nebuchadnezzar and dancing with the lions. <laughs> so, you know, there's these these incredible ancient stories, but what's really amazing is, is, is how... Uh, You've got these ancient writings that prophets are seeing into the future and they're, they're speaking of this age, and here we are. We're yeah, in they're it. speaking of this age that this we're in. This age right here, right. right now, where they say, okay. all things shall be restored as it was in the beginning. 
Could you say that again, excuse the, me? The, that all things will be restored as it was in the beginning. And so I look at that literally as longevity, living a life free of sickness and disease, uh, living free of injury and uh, chronic conditions that, that we've all uh, grown to accept as, well, that's just life, when really it's not, it's death. We, for me, genetically, uh, are set apart from all living, even though we're very similar, even identical in, in many traits of our, our genetics. So getting back to my thing, you know, reporting uh, to you listeners about this uh, low stomach acid, I had some really amazing things start to take place where uh, I'm back into this uh, almost beginning phase where I literally can feel my body digesting and absorbing all of this incredible nutrition. Now, along with that, uh, right as I came to the tail end of all of that um, low stomach acid therapy, I, I haven't been doing that for a couple of weeks now. I'll take it occasionally when I feel moved, like if I'm having a big salad lunch, I'll, I'll take maybe a couple of doses because that's so alkaline. Uh, I want to keep capturing with plenty of, uh, of stomach acid in there that incredible treasure trove of minerals and vitamins that are in that, those, all those raw vegetables. Eating the rainbow, is, is they call it. And, um, you know, Deborah does all the chop, chop, chopping, and I do all the, you know, Yeah, we adding. do a combination lunch and dinner. Yeah, well, I add this magic of you do. Uh, sprouted... Uh, uh, sprouted wheat and sprouted oats and a little bit of crushed nuts and I grind it up finely, sprinkle it over the chopped up salad, then we put it in the machine mm -hmm. with the blank and as it pushes it out it partially crushes it but leaves plenty of pieces there that you can chew on but the point being that it, it makes it much more bioavailable for me. So it's a, it's a uh, a salad that, that has some grass in it at its most infant uh, uh, infancy of of stage where it's just barely started to grow. So anyway, the the uh, uh, the wheat, you know, the big thing is gluten in wheat. There's no gluten in the oats, but in the wheat, there's supposed to be gluten. Well, that probably gets down to like ten percent with the sprouting process if you sprout it properly long enough. So anyway, we, you know, we want to capture that and that's one of the key moments when we might uh, supplement with, with a little bit of, of this stomach acid. But right at the end of this uh, came this video again from Eric Berg about uh, this low stomach acid thing. It's a different video and in this one he says, you know, and this is where I learned the information about the vagus nerve but he adds this, he says, if, if you've got low stomach acid, chances are you have a, a, a vagus nerve that's not very well toned and, and you definitely have low stomach acid if you've got peripheral neuropathy in your hands and feet, which I do, if you have jaundice, which I do. <laughs> anyway, um, he says, there, there's one more thing you've got to look at and that's B1. He says mm -hmm. B1. Biomen. Yes. He says B1 is is as important in 
in keeping the nerve strong and youthful as B12. And I didn't know that till that moment. Now that, that was only barely three weeks ago that we actually got, and here again, I ordered uh, on his recommendation, benfotamine, which is a, uh, a man-made substance that is uh, fat soluble. Uh, you can get B1 uh, that they'll extract somehow from fruits and vegetables, uh, but he, he had this recommendation of, well, this is going to hold in you longer. It's going to penetrate your, your blood-brain barrier much more effectively. So I thought, well, let's buy, you know, that little packet. Mm -hmm. It's so only 10 bucks. And, yes. um, and then he says, take four times whatever they tell you to take. Well, I wasn't going to take that. But um, it, it's one of those things where uh, I was off of the, the HCL, but within 24 hours, mm -hmm. I could feel my nerve healing pick up like it did at the very beginning, three years ago, uh, when we started into the B12 therapy. Anyway, I wanted to share a few more things about okay. that uh, in a minute. But Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll be right back with Adam T. Gardner. And I'm Deborah Bruin-Tout, the host of the Second Genesis Awakenings Radio Hour. And we're part of Dream Vision 7 Platform Green Shows. See you in a minute. Adam T., I'm just going to turn the show right back over to you. You were really in a very profound expression and sharing with us and the for our listeners, so yeah. So this uh, this B1, this benfotamine, um, the way we take it is we'll we'll get a shot glass and put just uh, maybe a teaspoon, maybe two teaspoons, not a teaspoon of uh, wheat germ oil is what we use, but you could use any oil, all organic, uh, cold pressed, and we, we like the wheat the wheat germ. Oil because of the vitamin A. No. Vitamin E. E. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that vitamin I've been thinking a lot about vitamin A, but yes, we do that for the vitamin E. Yeah, Deborah and I are to that point where our skin has started to lose its elasticity, and uh, it's obvious we haven't been getting enough of the nutrients we need in our diet, or we'd look like we did when we was 30, right? Yeah, that's the theory here, that's right? That's the theory. Timelessness. And it is happening. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's going to take us hundreds of years to work out our translation. That's right. right. Yeah. Anyway. I like that. <laughs> well, <laughs> definitely uncharted waters for me. Definitely so, for me. Yeah. So so we, we'd put uh, the recommended dosage in for the first couple of times, and we mix that up along with some... Um, Turmeric extract, mm -hmm. curcumin. Curcumin, yeah, yes. curcumin, and um, mix those two together along with a little bit of black pepper for me. Then we add this other little potion. We I call pepper potion. It's a mixture of of uh, fresh squeezed lemon juice, uh, red bell, uh, no, not red, uh, cayenne pepper, a little bit of sugar, and uh, oil. 
a bunch of oil. For every one ounce of lemon juice, there's one tablespoon of oil to match that. And that helps in the digestibility, absorbability of that oil, even for us before the uh, acknowledgement inside ourselves that we got this low stomach acid. So within 24 hours of, of taking that, I could feel my nerves taking off again. Yes. And um, that's been three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And nerves take a long time to heal. Mm -hmm. I, I've got this problem in my, uh, I've had a lot of injuries and a lot of brain injuries, especially from my childhood, uh, for whatever reason. And, um, and then, you know, childhood accidents with, I've, I've shared with uh, this uh, horse riding accident that, gave me an oblong uh, left hip socket uh, that I, I never got repaired. Anyway, um, it's made my left leg atrophy since I was 12 years old. And, you know, it's noticeably smaller than my right leg. And that, after uh, three weeks, well, two weeks, uh, about four days ago, the connective tissue holding my hip into that hip socket has started to heal after oh, so long. And with that comes relief from pain that I have carried for decades. And, and so I'm in this really high, uh, rejoiceful, grateful place. You know, I, I've prayed for relief from this for decades and, and never received any, but at the same time, uh, the way the Spirit has worked in me is it's gotten me to research in this age of all ages where there is so much enlightenment coming in, simply because it comes through a Western medicine doctor that, you know, is all over this, uh, you got to eat animal flesh because you can't get all your nutrition from plants, <laughs> you know, I mean, that, that was a big big deal for me, especially since he makes millions and millions of dollars selling supplements. So, you know, it, it, it was quite a stretch for me to just listen in the spirit of when there's a truth being spoken. And uh, it's very humbling for me, but at the same time, I am just infinitely grateful that I'm in this age where this is even available, that man has reached this level of understanding that there making a good product, not all of them are created equal, but there are companies out there that are making good products that actually have a success. If that chronic condition I have is caused by a B12, a B1, nerve damage thing, uh, then I should receive healing, right? So I began receiving healing three years ago. We're we're into our fourth year now of nerve healing, where we're specifically taking uh, vitamins and minerals to uh, accelerate that. And with this uh, new knowledge of the low stomach acid, we're able to now start pulling nutrition back out of that plant-based diet and lifestyle like we never have, really, like I never have. And, of course, I look at my life and I say, oh, there's a lot of people out there that are in chronic conditions that are suffering, and it's because they got low stomach acid.
you know, and, and they're taking antacids and, and it's low stomach acid, not too much stomach acid. It's this nerve that's not got the right tone. So, so in this excitement for this healing that's been going on, uh, Deborah and I have been, we're in our fourth week now. Yes, we are. We've been walking together, uh, you know, coming out of the winter solstice. Walking, hiking. <laughs> yeah, hiking. Yeah, Deborah, do, Deborah does this walking, but I, you know, went with her on that, and I said, no, we need to go a little further than this. I am and, so delighted that I get to go places and hike places I wouldn't go by myself, and yeah. it's just wonderful to have the energy and from what I call these therapies and yeah. of what we, Adam is sharing with you all today. Yeah, so, you know, I haven't been able to, to hike or run in a long time yes. because of this. And I've I, seen you hike and run yeah, <laughs> so, and ride your the, bikes. And. Because of this accumulating uh, nerve damage. Mm -hmm. And here I am in, in this process now of going against a, a, a belief I had that everything's available there in my meals, I don't need any supplements. Well, ultimately you don't. But those, those great meals that I was having from the beginning did not take care of my uh, low stomach acid. It never healed that. And, and, and so I'm like, wow, this has really you know, set me back with um, how I've had this prejudice for so long that has brought with it suffering that I didn't need to have. But likewise, we're talking going back to the 80s when pretty much whenever you bought supplements, it was a pig and a poke. You know, they just didn't work. And now there's this greater understanding of single-celled microbes and, and how to feed those single-celled microbes, uh, plant-based, you know, food. And uh, they break that food down and give off these vitamins and minerals that they're able to now harvest from these colonies of single-celled microbes. And, and so it's really quite miraculous how that, what I consider to be a, a greed-driven industry, uh, evolving more and more into really wanting to create a product that helps people. And of course, that's where their ultimate success is going to be. You know, if it works for people, <laughs> they're going to spread the word. And yes. you, you know, you're going to you're going to be making plenty of that. That always is the way it works. The the good news that we want to spread. Well, how you sure look good, you know, or how are you feeling? That sometimes they don't even ask you how you're feeling. They just want to know what are you doing. Yeah, they just look at you and go, "Wow." Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you look at you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can hardly wait to watch our our skin elasticity That's back. the one for me. You know, skin <laughs> yes, for both of us. Skin's considered a a, a uh, connective tissue and and of course it's the largest organ in on the human body. The skin is uh, the surface of the brain. You've got all these nerve endings out to your skin. Your skin is actually I, I call it in, in the second book, mm -hmm. the second Genesis diet, uh, no, the 
the second Genesis transformation passage to spontaneous regeneration. In that book, I go into detail with some of the organs of the body, and the skin's really fascinating to me. I share a story in there how the skin is a very important breathing mechanism. Breathing mechanism. You can literally suffocate by cutting off the pores of your skin. And I give an example of that in that book of a Korean woman that had come to UCLA Medical Center. Anyway, don't need to go into all of that. The skin is an amazing organ, but I've got other connective tissues, I think, that are more in desperate need of repair, like the connective tissue around my left hip joint, holding that in place, and uh, the, uh, uh, the nerve healing that needs to continue on before perhaps it reaches our well, skin. Well, it's that, yeah, reaching that, and also it's just the staining. So we're all about sustainability, but we're also talking that where you live is your body. <laughs> you know, we, yeah. we like to call it a tabernacle, but that's where you are and that's where your health and your vitality and all of this goes through the systems yeah. that is so powerful. And the food that we're eating is a powerhouse of charging the, the cells, the stem cells, Maybe we'll get into that in another show because I am all over stem cells and, and recharging it and the aging process of that. But that's probably another show. And the show. healing process and of stem healing. cells. And the healing. And that's part of why I'm And that our body creates stem cells and walking is a very important part of creating stem cells. That's just what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. And so when we're walking and hiking... Uh, it's just invigorating, and we've been doing around um, seven miles was... was Well, four to seven at the most. most. Mm -hmm. yeah. And hiking and, and discovering some places that Adam's always wanted to do, but he works and he's got so many projects going on. We're, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're at the, the point church. where we want to walk a marathon every week. Oh, it's wonderful. Walk yeah. a marathon every week. Yeah. That's pretty well where we're at. It's increasing. Yeah. And I love being out in nature. So yeah. I just, as you can see, I'm very happy. I am able to walk and I can keep pace with Adam. And that's very exciting to me to have my breath. Because breath is everything with your heart. And getting all of that pumping, so I'm 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 delighted to yeah, she feel says, this in my regenerative energies. She she says keeping pace with me. Well, that's only at the beginning. Uh, on on the the road back, she's walking in front of me because I don't want to see I don't want her to see that I'm limping. So yes, I, I know that he does do that, but well, I I have a tendency to from push from time to time. You know, I have a tendency to push into the pain and you do. sometimes I push too hard and mm -hmm. then it starts to do that thing, but I'm I'm healing in the last 4 days. That hip joint is healing like it it hasn't healed in I can't even remember which well, is going to be Well, some of the healing decades. is how you the comeback, right? In your um you'll have that pain, you'll feel that. But then I notice that when you're resting in the rest time, that you're um, coming back quicker. Yes. Yeah. The recovery is much ago. quicker. Yeah. Overnight. Overnight. Yeah. The last uh, three days has been overnight. And 
you know, for us, it's like a couple hour, hour and a half to two hours to do that uh, mm -hmm. pace where we're going to do about a marathon every week. And we're hiking up steep hills, yeah. It's well, yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of fun places here in the desert southwest. Cliffs. So, yeah. <laughs> a couple of them. Yeah, so uh, along with this regeneration comes a very powerful sense of, well, divineness, of infiniteness. The, the way Western medicine works is the way it works. But at the end of the day, the body's so infinitely incomprehensible. I really appreciated this Dr. Eric Berg actually saying that at a certain point in, in one of his segments. You know, he, he, he's been guilty of getting a little too complicated. His mind's very bright and he goes into a lot of detail and, and uh, he's listened to people say, hey, you don't need to say this and that, you can tell. So he'll just say, well, there's a lot more I could share, but it's just, you know, incomprehensible that's <laughs> so nice you know they'll have one little segment here one little segment there but there's an infinity of things in between those two things see? oh there is yeah there I is mean, you know yes you have to have b1 you have to have the b12 but there's an infinite amount of intelligence and light and truth in between those two things for that nerve to heal you know, it's just, it's not like, oh, I can just take a magic pill and eat whatever I want and, and be fine. It, it just doesn't work that way. You know, the reason why we have these chronic conditions is because we, we, we had a diet and lifestyle that's been in error. You know, when I say in error, it has to do with our genetics. You know, Eric Berg would never agree with me that, you know, the diet for humans is all 100% plant-based. Not in a million years would he ever agree with that. But I have a vision inside me of a, of a human being that he can't even go there yet. And I don't know that he won't soon enough. You know, he's probably in his early 50s, got gray in his beard now, but he's going to start having aging chronic conditions. No matter what he's doing, what he's eating, is creating chronic conditions in his body. And it may take him a little bit longer before he's experiencing it, but he's going to. You know, I had a, a friend that had a brother that, that ran uh, Ironman contests. He was, uh, you know, a very smart man to where he could uh, be always in training for the next whatever Iron Man, wherever it was in the country, he had the kind of a job that he could move here and there and have this extra time. Well, uh, this guy was just into being a meat-eating whatever type of uh, human. And here he is at, oh, I think age 52, uh, has a heart attack, goes into the doctor's, and he has to have quadruple bypass surgery. And that was back in the day, you know, whatever, the early 90s. But a lot of people think that a plant-based diet is just completely beyond their understandings or their, their will to, to abide in it. But the rewards are so rich and, and so infinite that 
difficult for me sometimes to see people say that. Oh, I could never, I could never be like that. Well, I want to just share also is the joy um, of being healthy and being able to do things you never thought you could do when you get older and you start doing them again and you start that regeneration and you begin to like what you're sharing with your story today with yeah. these therapies and there's just that you're we say this all the time well I'm not going in reverse I'm going forward yeah yeah now, what that's am I going to do that's something nowadays I don't hear very many people talk like that yeah do I just accept that that damage in my left hip I mean I see men my age they just we, walking, do we accept it walking with a walker yeah walking with a cane and I go wow you know I was so close to that to that 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 day that I walked home from church a few years ago and my leg collapsed out from under me, I couldn't even get up. You couldn't. I'm like, I was, what has happened? And I just naturally assumed it was injuries, back injuries that I've had, when really it's, it wasn't from those back injuries, it was from nerve damage from not absorbing all that nutrition I needed to. So our, your message, our message is that you want to, you don't want to just accept that, that that's the way it has to be. You can accept it too, that's happening to me. We always have got to not be in denial. But what I'm saying is, then get going in the right direction. Yeah. And there's the right direction to, is what we're sharing. Yeah, there's a way to remedy it. There yeah. is, and you're the solution. Yeah. You're the remedy. <laughs> yeah, of course, they, you know, nowadays they call it intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. You know, back in Bernard Jensen's day in the 60s, well, don't eat till hunger calls you to a meal. There you have it. <laughs> you know, instead of this, oh, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Yes. You know, Those if you're not phases, hungry for breakfast, phrases. don't eat it. You yeah. know, and of course, little kids are different than that. You know, it's like I can see where breakfast would be a very important meal for a child that's developing mm -hmm. as long as it's the right food right it's not sugar smacks or honey smacks as they might call it now it's like not tricks not cocoa puffs not sugar coated yeah they... yeah we're not here to sugar coat any of this that's for sure yeah yeah so um i have one other thing i wanted to share but i just was Okay, well, we'll be right back. I'm Deborah Bruentau, the host of the Second Genesis Awakenings Radio Hour with Adam T. Gardner, and we're with Dream Vision 7 Radio, and we're on the green platform shows, Sustainability. Adam, I'm giving the show right back to you. Yeah, so, you know, through all of this uh, sharing, you know, I, I want to be really clear. I'm just sharing stuff. And um, that's, that's what I was asked, was to just share my story years ago. And I'm not an expert on anything except ignorance and stupidity. And, you know, someday I hope to be healed from that. But... Uh, for now, I have to deal with that in the best way I know how. But this lifestyle that I'm living, my greatest goal is what Deborah and I were 
sharing with you spontaneously this morning is this infiniteness of making the veil very thin between me and what exists everywhere. And I, my mother, bless her heart, hanging in there at 95 years old, and she's finally got this notion of the unseen and the unknown, and it doesn't scare her. And, you know, she's suffering a lot, uh, sleeps a lot. That's uh, what happens is people get to that point. Uh, she's had a terrible diet as far as I'm concerned her whole life, but she was raised on the farm, so that sure helps in so many ways uh, with this you know, crazy standard American prepared food diet that everyone's living. Uh, but this vision that I have inside myself, I, I can't express enough how powerful the experience of spontaneous regeneration in my life has been with my connection to the Spirit to God, however you want to term that, to the living universe. This oh, uh, religion, if you will, this church that I incorporated as, uh, Church of the Firstborn Native, it's all about actualizing to the fullest measure the possibilities written in my DNA. And this is where these ancient writings just come alive so much within me. I was reading Isaiah last night, and the, the thing I noticed about Isaiah is it's the same message over and over and over and over and over. I mean, it just, every, every third verse, it's going to start and say the same thing. And it's about destruction. It's about... Uh, worshiping in the right form and yet it, it doesn't really come right down and give you you know do this do this do this do this do this it, it says clean yourself uh, you know stop making these blood sacrifices of animals which you know the high priests are eating of course uh, uh, you know, but it, it it speaks quite a bit about how it's a condemning life to not abide in a certain way, in a certain lifestyle. That that uh, diet and lifestyle is going to be interwoven into darker and darker ways of being human. When being human is is this possibility of an uh, infinite reality that. You know, we could put into the archives of a, a Star Trek episode and just have a lot of fun with. You know, it just those kind of possibilities are coming forward in a way that, uh, yeah, I'm I'm grateful for. Uh, I I don't like seeing some of it, but we mentioned in this last uh, show about this Dr. Uh, David Sinclair. That's the Harvard. Uh, neuroscientist, I guess, in a way. He's been doing this research on reversing aging, which has to do likewise with uh, reversing chronic conditions. And they're using CRISPR technology uh, in their pursuit with mice. Well, for me, I look at that and I go, wow, what an age. You know, the restoration of all things in that last day. You know, this thought of longevity 
he's saying very boldly in video after video on YouTube, and he's probably going after funding uh, is why he's come out so much in the last year. But, uh, you know, he's saying without a doubt, he knows that there's a human living today that's going to live to be 150 years old. And then he adds, and beyond. He says the, the insights that scientists are coming to can't even be predicted anymore. It's so piercing and so insightful. And for me, you know, I look at that and I go, well, mankind is, is not its own god. You know, Western medicine's not going to save us like they keep projecting they're going to save us. The salvation is within us, and it's within our own DNA, and it has to do with looking at how our, our lives and our lifestyles got to be changed, got to be altered in order to have these experiences that, well, we were destined to have. You know, there, there's, there's connection that is profound. And for me, my diet, my lifestyle, uh, trying to get free of pain, uh, you know, Deborah's been free of the cold or the flus for o almost 20 years. Uh, for me, it's like over 35 years now. That's incredible for me. That is just nothing but miraculous, even though I've been experiencing these chronic conditions. Well, I haven't reached that any other way than, than through prayer, prayer, constant prayer. And, and in that prayer, instead of, you know, yes, I'll hear things here and there that share with me things that I could never hear anywhere else, there's a ton of information I've had to garnish listening through the Spirit to people like Dr. Eric Berg or even this uh, Dr. David Sinclair. You know, he... He thinks that he has uh, put his age at, at about half of what it used to be. I look at him and I go, no, he's, he's the age he's supposed to be. He's in his early 50s, I think. But he, he's changed his diet. He's quit eating uh, meat. Uh, he's quit eating dairy. Uh, th these are things that he thought he couldn't do. Here this man, he's a genius and... Here he is coming to these understandings of I, it's not impossible for me to make changes. And I just want to applaud this, uh, this young man for uh, you know, coming forward and sharing what he's shared. Uh, of course, it doesn't fit really good in his model of uh, you know, CRISPR you know, technology and injecting whatever microbes into us for whatever reason. You know, for me, my injection comes through my mouth. <laughs> comes through that juice I just juiced. And, you know, it comes through the fastings that I do. Uh, it's just, it, it's such a delightful way of life to feel these things falling off and knowing that an infinite future is ahead of me. And, and this veil that, literally I consider to be my body, is getting clearer and clearer. And there's all these words in this ancient writing that uh, can just seem confusing, but it's, it's describing what is happening in my life. You know, being born again of air, fire, earth, and water is not 
some kind of magical, you know, saying that just is really cool. It's a reality, and anybody can have it that simply has the eyes to see and the ears to hear this age of all ages, that we don't have to accept sickness and disease and suffering as a way of life. You know, uh, PBS, I tried to send them a few emails to introduce myself to them. You know, they, they wouldn't consider me at all legitimate in the books that I've written. Uh, you know, they're, they're more into, oh, you have to have a four-year college degree in order to, you know, say anything about this stuff. But, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're making their way through this. And in that process, you get a little bit more information, a little bit more information. And, you know, pretty soon the picture starts to form this way and that way. But the bottom line is, we all cause our suffering. We all cause our disease. You know, COVID, they want to make us panic about COVID. Oh, there's 500 deaths a day on COVID. Well, how many deaths do you think there are every day from heart disease? You know, there's, there's a, a medical center in San Francisco uh, from the University of California at San Francisco that'll tell you 95% of all heart disease is avoidable, can be reversed. So, you know, there's, there's 1,500, 17, over 1,700 people uh, dying every day from heart disease. You know, cancers like... Uh, 1100 somewhere in that vicinity so people dying from COVID is simply part of the process of living a life that is in error in its diet and lifestyle this acid ash alkaline ash theory that I had mentioned in the last episode is very real Deborah and I both have nothing but alkaline ash that what uh, would be the byproducts of our cells metabolizing plant-based foods. It does exactly what they're hypothesizing it to do. And there's no doubt in my mind that all of this adds up to one word that is repeated over and over in the, the Old Testament, the New Testament, which has to do with purifying. Purifying yourself, you know, I've said before, the Lord, in talking to Nicodemus, except a man be born of the waters and born of the Spirit, he can in no wise enter the kingdom of heaven. You know, and religion has made that into being baptized and ordained, which are man-made dead ordinances. It's literal. When we begin uh, into this 100% plant-based diet, you begin a path into being born anew being born anew all over. And this is the age that we have all these insights so that none of us have to live in too much of a mystery around it. So that this is where I come from. And, and every time, you know, Deborah calls me to do a radio show, I'm just sharing my story and uh, I hope I'm not, you know, offending anyone with, with these words. I'm just sharing my story and hoping that you know other people will will hear this and know it's not impossible to to move through these these obstacles this obstacle course 
that life has set in front of us. Well, thank you, Adam. And thank you, everyone, for being here in the sharing today. And we'll be back with another episode. And thank you so much, Adam, for sharing. And I'm your host, Deborah Bruin-Tout, Dream Vision 7 Radio. Savior's ransom